series regarding the Islamic inheritance and again uh, we're grateful to be with um, what was called Imam um, Abdurrahman Mehdi uh, from the Wishaw Mosque who as we know in the last lesson uh, covered many topics regarding inheritance with us and inshallah today we intend to uh, cover some more inshallah so just a, a recap for um, what's it called uh, for those that, that were listening to the last episode or who haven't listened to the last episode, that um, we covered the introduction to Islamic inheritance, um, talked about the final illness and some rulings regarding that. Also, what constitutes the estate of a person who is deceased? What is contained within that uh, estate? And we also mentioned the priorities that should be given after the person has passed away. So, first of all, the funeral costs and the burial costs will have to be covered um, from the wealth that was left over. And then we went on to mentioning about debts. And within debts, there was debts to people, debts to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, examples like salah that has been missed and fasting that has been missed, zakat that hasn't been uh, given or maybe someone hasn't gone for their hajj and they were supposed to have gone for hajj in their lifetime so we talked about that so alhamdulillah we covered many um, different things and uh, it was a great response from the listeners um, you messaged in with different uh, messages which inshallah some of the uh, questions uh, that you raised we'll try and answer in this episode and there are others that we have taken a note of and inshallah in the future episodes where it's seen as appropriate it ties in with the topics inshallah um, we'll answer them and possibly have a show just for uh, questions and inshallah have a live <coughs> show um, as well where we can um, have people call in and the Imam Sab can answer their questions um, on air inshallah so if you missed the previous episode uh, you can catch it on uh, SoundCloud and uh, just search for um, ARC Radio and look for the inheritance shows and inshallah you can listen to the previous uh, episodes. And this episode and future episodes inshallah will also be available um, there too. So um, Imam Sab, Jazakallah khair that we got some more of your time. And um, inshallah if we can continue from where we uh, left off. Um, so the next thing that is um, within our, uh, you know, th that comes in order of what has to be done. Uh, is the bequest so what is a bequest you know according to you know the topic of islamic inheritance alhamdulillah wa kafa wa salamun ala ibadihi alladhina istafa amma ba'd fa'udhu billahi minash shaitanir rajim bismillahir rahmanir rahim kutiba alaykum idha hadara ahadakum almautu in taraka khayran il wasiyyatu lil walidayn wal aqrabin bil ma'ruf حقاً على المتقين فمن بدله بعدما سمعه فإنما إثمه على الذين يبدلونه إن الله سميع عليم فمن خاف من موس جنفاً أو إثماً فأصلح بينهم فلا إثم عليه إن الله غفور رحيم الحمد لله بيد قريسة في الله سبحانه وتعالى We have covered in the last episode the definition of inheritance in detail and also the virtues and the fadila of this topic 
<coughs> why this topic is very important and uh, from the Quran and the Sunnah a hadith of the Prophet we mention a hadith and the verses that show the importance mention the importance of uh, this topic of uh, Islamic inheritance after mentioning the fadila and the virtues and the merits of this important subject we mentioned the four duties of a Muslim which are necessary after the death <coughs> that the inheritors should carry those uh, four duties and this is very important this is called the muqaddimatul irth meaning after the death for example if Zaid or Abdullah let's take some easy names inshallah so if <coughs> his or her death for example let's take the example of Khalida she died or Abdullah died now the uh, husband or the wife and similarly the children or uh, next to the kin uh, what they should do and uh, how they should distribute the wealth so we've covered alhamdulillah the first thing the first duty after the death is the tajhiz and takfin meaning the funeral expenses then uh, we mentioned the debts and uh, the third and most important and also important is uh, wasiyah the islamic bequest how to make a will <coughs> so the the number of wasiyah is uh, the third in the order of muqaddimatul irth meaning those four things which we should uh, do before the distribution of one's wealth <coughs> so wasiya although in quran it is mentioned before the debt as i mentioned in the last episode that uh, the mufassirun the commentators and the prophet as it is mentioned that the prophet dealt with debts before the wasiya this is very important so <clears throat> the today's inshallah uh, coming back to your question now the inshallah we will uh, talk about wasiya uh, islamic request so this is the uh, third thing <clears throat> after the funeral expenses and after paying of the debts in islam uh, in early uh, stages of Islam at the beginning to write a will was compulsory upon every Muslim and every Muslimah it was compulsory and the evidence is in the Quran <coughs> also in the Sunnah of the Prophet the verse which I recited 
الله سبحانه وتعالى says كتب عليكم إذا حضر أحدكم الموت إن ترك خيرا للوصية للوالدين والأقربين بالمعروف حقا على المتقين meaning it is prescribed for you when death approaches أحدكم any any of you إن ترك خيرا للوصية if he leaves wealth that he makes a bequest to parents lil walidaini to uh, parents and next of kin haqqan ala al-muttaqin this is a right and a duty upon the god-fearing people and the pious people on upon the uh, duty upon al-muttaqun the pious so this verse is in surah al-baqarah in the second surah the verse number uh, 180 <coughs> so uh, the distribution in all cases is after the payment of uh, debts <coughs> allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in surah an-nisa in chapter 4 verse 11 that uh, after the payment of legacies he may have bequest or uh, debts so first we pay pay off the debts then uh, if the deceased made any wasiya we uh, act upon on his wasiya on his uh, bequest on his will so at the beginning stage of islam it was compulsory then it became mansukh the hukum of this uh, the fardhiya meaning the uh, when it was compulsory so it the hukum and the law was uh, mansukh meaning it it has been revoked by allah subhanahu wa ta'ala himself by the long verse of the quran which is mentioned in surah an-nisa the verse uh, 11 and 12 yusikumullahu fi auladikum lidhakari mithlu hazzi al-unthayayn until the end so uh, still allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave ikhtiyar allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave choice to the servants that if they want to spend uh, in the path of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, in order to uh, donate to poor and needy people then allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave choice but this choice is limited is restricted to one third limited to one third one is not allowed uh, to make a wasiya more than one third it is actually uh, mustahab desirable to make wasiya bequest less than one third now let's take an example the example of this is that if for example zaid <coughs> in his maradul wafat the last sickness and he knows the doctors uh, tell him and he knows that he is not going to survive so uh, he his estate is approximately you can say 100000 so out of 100000 one third of 100000 is 33% 33000 so uh, it is mustahab it is desirable to make wasiya bequest make a will for less than 33000 for example 32 31 or 30000 and to make more than one third 
it is not permissible in Islam. And to make a bequest of one third, it is permissible. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave this ikhtiyar, gave this choice uh, to the servants that before the death, if they want to uh, make wasiyah for any good cause, for their sadaqa jariyah, for uh, continuous sadaqa and charity, so they gain reward and thawab even after the death, then they may so, uh, but it has to be done in one third, yeah, not more than one third. And so this is the basic, basic of uh, wasiyah, as I mentioned through the verse of the Quran and uh, from the ahadith. Uh, and uh, Imam Sab, just yeah. a, a one point that I wanted mm -hmm. to ask you um, that might be helpful for those listening as well, mm -hmm. is that when we when you're talking about wills and bequests, now sometimes this can maybe become a bit confusing, um, maybe because at the UK, you know, we think of a, a will as in, you know, all of your uh, properties included, you know, within a will, you will mm -hmm. write what will happen. Whereas Islamically, <clears throat> two thirds of everything is already dealt with according to Islam. So that wouldn't yes. be included within a, a will necessarily, no. Islamically. Um, and the, the part we're talking about now, the bequests, um, we're talking about maybe making a will for that. It, yeah. In particular, we're just talking about the, the mm. one third that's left over after you've taken out, for example, funeral, burial costs, and you've taken out debts. It's what's left over one third of, of that. Yes. Is that correct? Yeah, so, that's, the, yeah. that's the correct meaning. So, uh, so more... Uh, you know, we can understand this way that uh, in this country, for example, or Muslim living uh, in uh, non-Muslim countries, to make a will for the whole property, this is a different matter. This is not, you know, inshallah we'll talk about this uh, specific question inshallah ta'ala. Uh, I think someone has asked this question. So, can, we are talking about uh, an Islamic will. For example, how to make a bequest, how to uh, grant someone, someone uh, money after death or how to give uh, money in uh, charitable cause. So this is Islamic, uh, how to make a wasiyah, how to make a will. So we are talking about this. So the other issue is that how to make a will. Uh, one can make a will uh, by a solicitor that my wealth should be distributed according to Islam. And although Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned the shares in detail <coughs> in Surah Al-Nisa, but if someone uh, knows that his, his wealth will not be distributed according, according to the laws of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then it is necessary to mention this in uh, a will. It is necessary. In a, yeah. in a a will according a to will the according UK to, law. According to the UK law. Okay, Jazakallah khair. Yeah. So, Mansab, so you were just explaining about what a, a bequest uh, is according to Islamic uh, inheritance. Um, see, re regarding the the making of um, a bequest for this one third uh, mm. maximum, mm. Um, is it uh, wajib? Is it you know, is it necessary? Like, you know, it would be sinful not to do it, or is it uh, desirable? You know, what what are the kind of rulings regarding um, a bequest? Mashallah, very good question. Uh, there are a few categories regarding wasiyah bequest. 
as i said it was firm uh, before the revelation of those two verses of surah an-nisa yusikum allah fi auladikum lid dhakari mithl hafz al anthayn verse number 11 and 12 similarly the last verse of surah an-nisa the very last verse and uh, according to many commentators and the fuqaha there is another verse the very last verse of surah anfal which talks about dhul arham <coughs> the relatives <coughs> so before it was fard now it is mustahab desirable to make wasiyah however still there are uh, categories mentioned by the fuqaha that uh, some types of uh, wasiyah <coughs> requests are wajib fard compulsory and there are other types for example mustahab and uh, permissible and some uh, types of uh, wasiyah request is totally haram or makruh so wajib wasiyah when we come to wajib wasiyah request <coughs> the example and the masala mentioned by the jurists uh, in the books is that uh, if someone for example um, owes someone money yeah he is under debt and uh, he must make a wasiyah he must write he must write everything in front of the witnesses and uh, he uh, should um, inform the inheritors the sons and the daughters and the relatives that uh, he has to pay the debts for example zaid took 10000 pounds from uh, abdullah and uh, 5000 pounds from tarik uh, for example uh, and 1000 uh, pounds from khalid so now it is compulsory it is uh, necessary for zaid to write everything write the details of his debts and everything whatever he owes and uh, the payment of debts similarly if someone has you know interested him and he kept uh, something with him uh, as an amana yeah the trust for example abdullah gave 10000 pounds to zaid and now he is in maradul wafat in his last sickness so it is necessary for him to inform the heirs that uh, this is the amana 10000 pounds is uh, the um, uh, amana uh, trust he is holding it for abdullah and this must be paid to abdullah so that they know clearly that this is not part of taraka this is not part of the estate similarly uh, it is so this can be done tahriran or taqriran for example this can be written yeah in written form and similarly uh, he can mention this uh, orally uh, in front of the witnesses yeah similarly Uh, there is another wajib wasiyah so this this wasiyah which i mentioned before uh, paying off the debts and similarly the returning the amanats and the trusts of other people uh, so this is wajib and for the heirs it is necessary to act upon on this pay off the debts if there is enough money yeah and similarly the return the amanats and everything now the second type of wajib wasiyah is for example uh, he or she missed a stake 5 years salah 10 years salah 20 years salah 
May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive us and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, make us punctual on uh, salawat. So, uh, and similarly, 10 years song, fasts, and he didn't perform hajj. He or she didn't perform hajj. Now, it is also wajib for him or for her to make a wasiyah that from my uh, one-third, my fidyah um, of salawat should be given to poor and needy people. And similarly, my hajj should be performed, hajjul badal. And similarly, uh, someone didn't pay zakat for, for example, two, three years and pay my zakat. And when we add up, now let's take, this is very important masala. For example, if the debts, uh, uh, Zaid left, for example, 100,000. Now, 5,000 were spent on funeral expenses. Yes. And the debts are, uh, you can say, 60,000. So, how much is this all together? So, repeat that again. If you... uh, the 5,000 5, is... Uh, 5,000 uh, was uh, were, uh, spent on funeral costs. Okay. Yeah. And uh, 60,000 debts. So, altogether it is 65. 65,000. Yeah. And what is remaining now? From 100,000? Mm, yeah. yeah. So, he'll have 35,000. 35,000, yeah. So, out of this, he is allowed to make wasiyah of 33,000. Uh, sorry. No. 33%. No, no, no. 30, 33, uh, one third of this. Yeah. So, one third of th 35, he is allowed to make wasiyah of this year. So, uh, so now, for example, if we add up all the salawat and uh, similarly the, the saum, kafara of saum and uh, the hajj and it is more than, for example, 25,000 pounds, 30,000, more than one third. Yeah. So the heirs, they don't, need, they don't have to pay. They don't have to pay. They are only obliged to uh, pay from one third. And if it is more than one third, they don't have to pay. So it is important for um, a person who is in Maradul Wafat or even, you know, when we are healthy to make our wasiyats and pay up the debts and everything. And uh, also we should not, if the, if the wasiyah bequest is something regarding wajib, compulsory, then we should write it and we should uh, also uh, make someone as a witness on, on, on our request. Uh, the second category uh, is the mustahab and the desirable wasiyah and uh, bequest. <coughs> so the desirable mustahab wasiyah is to uh, mention that my uh, funeral, the kafan, the shroud and uh, the burial Everything should be done according to the Sunnah of the Prophet. Similarly, uh, if there is, like for example, uh, custom of uh, wailing, yeah, mourning, uh, beating themselves, yeah, some yeah, like uh, different communities have different customs at so the like time they, of death. They kind of like take yeah. it over the top. They start yeah, hitting themselves, it. screaming, yeah. shouting. Okay. 
just normal crying is not uh, forbidden when someone dies normal crying is not forbidden yeah so but we are talking about uh, wailing and uh, hitting oneself and uh, similarly crying out loud and uh, mourning <clears throat> so this is forbidden so this should all also be written uh, and should be told that uh, after my death no one should uh, wail no one should cry loud and uh, should not hit themselves so this is the uh, uh, this, this is uh, masnoon and this is mustahab type of wasiya <clears throat> another it, it was it's interesting imam sab that you mentioned because yeah. this probably for a lot of people this is something that um is good to know is that within the within the the written sort of uh, will or the bequest you're 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 not just saying that look this one third i want you to distribute it this way mm -hmm. but you're actually putting in advice like you know what please fulfill yes. my wishes i don't yes. want people you know going over the top in crying for yeah. me please do everything within the islamic according to islamic etiquettes etc yeah. so it's good to know that it's not just uh, financial things you're talking about but you're also yeah. saying your final wishes as well to the family yeah. but, but, you know everything alhamdulillah is mentioned in the hadith everything the prophet and sahaba ikram the companions are the role models for us and we have to follow them <clears throat> and the prophet was instructed by allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to follow the uh, hadith and the guidance and the lives of the prophets alayhim salatu wassalam although the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam is rahmatullahi alamin and uh, we follow the sunnah of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam ulaika alladhina hadahum allah fa bi hudahum muqtadih so the pious following the pious people and following the footsteps of our pious predecessor is very important at the time of death at the time of marriage <clears throat> at the time of birth and in every occasion yeah so it is masnoon it is sunnah to uh, follow uh, to write a wasiyah to uh, to mention in uh, a will that all the impermissible things things are not permissible for example wailing and crying loud and uh, for example some people uh, in some people have custom to rip their you know clothes while crying when yeah. someone dies yeah and there are different you know in different cultures some people think that uh, uh, some for example a very pious person died and uh, rain is must rain is going to fall and uh, if a sinner dies and uh, the sky becomes red so all these are just customs nothing it's not it, it is it is not mentioned uh, in the quran and hadith so one should clearly write these things that please do not do anything which displeases allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and anything which post against the sunnah of the prophet and the second thing in mustahab wasiyah in uh, desirable uh, request uh, is to 
write a will concerning one third or less. To make a wasi, as I mentioned before, to uh, meaning it is pref preferable um, to be for wasiya to be uh, less than one third. Yeah. And similarly, the will does not apply to any of the heirs because the Prophet وسلم, uh, said there is no will for the heirs, for the inheritance, but, uh, as it is mentioned in Tirmidhi. Yeah. So, so, so you were saying that uh, Sahib that uh, uh, Imam Sahib that um, a person who's already already inheriting i from the two thirds yeah. the Islamic uh, distribution yes. they'll be included in that. So therefore, for those people, yeah. they shouldn't be included within no. the bequest. Yeah. No, the reason is that their hisses and their uh, shares are mentioned by Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Okay. Yeah. So one is not allowed to make wasiyah bequest for the heirs so this is mentioned in Tirmidhi in the hadith number 2047 so it is important not to make wasiyah for the inheritors those who are going to get their shares through the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned their shares clearly and inshallah ta'ala will come in the next episode inshallah ta'ala they will mention the shares in detail so, uh, it is mustahab uh, not to mention uh, uh, the heirs in wasiyah and it, uh, it is also preferable to uh, make the wasiyah request less than one-third. For example, uh, Zayd uh, left 100,000. In his marad al-wafat, he knows that he is going to leave 100,000. And... Uh, 5,000 will be spent in funeral yeah, and uh, paying off debts and everything. So the 33,000 is one third of 100,000. So to make uh, less than 33,000, it is mustahab and uh, preferable. Yeah. According so, to so, okay. So um, you were saying that there are some... Uh, there are some uh, requests that, that the person deceased might make in their uh, will or the bequest that say that, you know, I would like you to do something which is haram or impermissible according to Sharia. Um, so, for example, someone could say, you know, that I would like you to go and buy this amount of alcohol mm. and serve it to, you know, my uh, friends or, you know, people that, that, that yeah. they drink. But obviously, for Muslims, uh, alcohol is yeah, haram. This, so. this wasiyah is haram wasiyah. To make wasiyah a bequest concerning anything haram, it is haram. Okay. And this time is very important time. Yeah. The time of making wasiyah is very important time. According to the nearest meaning, meaning um, paraphrasing in my own words, this is a hadith uh, mentioned that a person is only a footstep away from Jannah. But before his or her death, they make a bequest testament regarding something which is haram, forbidden by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And they end up in Jahannam. And another person is a footstep away from Jahannam because of his amal, because of his uh, bad deeds. But 
the last moment just before he dies or in his deathbed he or she writes a bequest which pleases allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they end up in jannah so this is the uh, meaning of one hadith one of the hadith so we should try to uh, you know this time of making bequest is very very important and we should try to uh, consult the ulama ask the masail and then uh, write uh, a bequest inshallah ta'ala inshallah yeah. uh, another important thing i want to mention in mustahab uh, wasiyah Yeah. Before we go on to the next question, okay. Uh, for example, if uh, Zaid, let's take the example of Zaid. Zaid knows that he is not going to leave so much wealth. Yeah. For example, enough wealth, which will make his heirs very rich. Yeah. And by gaining their shares they will not become very rich for example they are getting you know each son or a daughter is getting two three properties or maybe you need 30000 or you can say 50000 each yeah by uh, after the distribution of wealth they are not going to become very rich and they are poor as well they are poor they are already poor so it is also mustahab preferable desirable not to make wasiya for anyone leave the wealth for them leave the wealth for his children for his wife or in the case of wife for her husband so it is mustahab because when we spend on our family on our children it is also a means of sadaqah so this is also a mustahab amal yes if someone is going to leave for example you can say uh, half a million pound or something like this yeah and he knows that um, after the distribution uh, each son and the daughter or the mother the father or the wife or the brothers or sister sisters they are getting they will gain a good amount of money then uh, it is fine for her or for him to make a wasiya of uh, 33% of the estate but in the case when they are not going to become very rich and they are already poor then best not to make wasiya it is preferable not to make wasiya at that time mm. is that clear so yeah and that's good to know that um that this one third maximum you don't actually have to do no, it i mean you can to. just have the the whole amount distributed yes, among you don't the, have the people who are going to inherit jazakallah yeah. monsab there's a question that um that we've got um i think it was someone asked this at the end of the previous uh was it called episode and it's related a little bit to the, the topic that we're talking about now it was regarding the final illness that we talked about you know that the last mm-hmm. illness before a person passes away mm-hmm. and it was mentioned that certain things that you can and cannot do at that time mm-hmm. um someone's asking that you know the the sadaqa charity for example so say a person in his final illness just starts giving away all of their own money 
Um, is that okay? And would that have an effect um, <coughs> upon what wealth is left after he's gone? Uh, this is a very detailed question and uh, we need to mention an answer <coughs> in a similar way. First of all, any tabarru'at? Tabarru'at is? Tabarru'at meaning sadaqah, uh, charity, yeah. or anything. Making, uh, for example, someone in his or her deathbed, in the final final illness and we talked about the final illness yeah. in detail says oh, please give this 10,000 pounds to this madrasa or 10,000 pounds to this charity yeah and uh, dig a well for me and do this do that you know yeah. as we hear and we see people do this this is included in one third so even the person hasn't passed away yes. yet, but already... Still, this is included in one-third, yes. So already it's like the limit is one-third of your wealth now, yes. even before you've passed away. Yes, still the limit is one-third. Okay. This will be included. So and if he, if he or she is making uh, uh, these claims, yeah, or uh, you can say a claim like wishes to distribute at the time of death, to gain extra reward and everything, the heirs, they, the inheritors, they don't have to uh, go beyond one third. Okay. Jazakallah yeah. yeah. And, and a, a, another thing, yeah. That the for example, he's giving away, as you mentioned, that he's giving away yeah. the wealth. Now, there are a few categories now of this question. Number one, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala Himself talks about this. That مِنْ بَعْدِ وَصِيَّةٍ يُوسَى بِهَا أَوْ دَيْنٍ غَيْرَ مُضَّارٍ That wealth, the distribution of wealth should be done after paying off the debts and after a will but such a will which does not harm the heirs which does not harm the heirs this is very important. So there is mumani'ah, totally you know, uh, prohibition. Pro prohibition and it is forbidden to uh, harm the inheritors. For example, the son and the daughters. And this happens. For example, one uh, during his or her lifetime they have so much wealth and they think that, you know, my wife or my uh, son or my daughter, they uh, didn't serve me, they didn't look after me, they didn't see me, and now I should, should not leave anything for them. This is forbidden. It is prohibited. As Allah SWT says, مِن بَعْدِ وَصِيَّةٍ يُوسَى بِهَا أَوْدَيْنِ غَيْرَ مُضَارٍ So, for example, there are a few categories now. Number one category is that how one can harm the heirs. Uh, number one is uh, making a will more than one-third. Number two, 
someone does iqrar. Iqrar means that admits and confirms that he or she has to pay the debts of someone. But in reality, there is no debt. So just to get rid of the just money, they're just saying, oh, this, I owe this yeah, person. Yeah, I owe this person. 10,000. So yeah, give this money to such and such person and told him, look, I'm going to give this money to you. Don't deny and uh, just take the money because I don't want to give to my son. I don't give it to my, I don't want to, don't want to give it to my wife. Yeah, okay. or my mother or my father. Inshallah, we'll explain the inheritors and the heirs, inshallah, yeah. uh, in detail in the next episode. But just wants to harm them and so that they don't get anything or they get less. So in this case, it is forbidden. Similarly, uh, he says, he or she, that uh, someone interested me and he left 10,000 pounds with me. But in reality, he was not interested. In reality, no one left the money with with him or with her and now he's just making iqrar he's just confirming for no reason to harm the inheritors this is also forbidden okay similarly to buy something under value yeah uh, sorry uh, more than its value for example uh, in during the uh, the last illness he or she wants to harm the uh, inheritors and buy something for example a car or a diamond for example let's take the example of diamond here and the actual value of that diamond is 10,000 pounds but he pays 20,000 just to get rid of the money or to sell something under value the diamond costs 20,000 and he sells for 10,000 so that the heirs they get less money or they don't get anything. Mm. It is uh, totally forbidden. And the last thing which is mentioned by the jurists is very important. Look, when we make a bequest for someone or for something like, you know, uh, for our sadaqa jariya, for continuous sadaqa, so that we get continuous thawab even after the death the niya the intention has to be there for thawab for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala everything has to be done with sincerity and with ikhlas not to harm anyone but the one who's making bequest he doesn't have any niya of thawab of reward just wants to get rid of the money so that the uh, heirs get less share or they don't get anything so this is the uh, this is also not permissible uh, another c category has been mentioned like for example nowadays they uh, do aq means they totally deprive someone from the yeah, they just basically take them out then. Yeah, take them the out. Inheritance. Yeah, yeah. and uh, this is a major sin. Major sin. 
In the last episode, we mentioned that tilka hududullah, these are the limits of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah ta'ala gave you ikhtiyar now. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us ikhtiyar, choice, only in one third, not more than that. The money and the estate belongs to the heirs now, two-third, and doesn't belong to us now. There was another question someone had uh, given us, uh, maybe again it's related to the previous episode. Um, life insurance, um, or for example if someone is paid into a pension and when they die um, they say that you know this is, they, they give like a, a payout um, to the, you know, usually it goes to, you know, one of the two that are left over, the husband or the wife. Mm-hmm. Um would that also be included within the person's estate as like what's been left behind that has to be you distributed? That, uh, after the death, uh, lump sum money is given. Yeah. yeah. So, yes, it is part of Taraka, the estate. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I am not talking about the permissibility of life insurance and everything. The no. question is regarding whether it is part of the Taraka and everything. Yeah. So... Yes, it is part of the tarqa. The pension, the lump sum money, and any pension order or anything like that, uh, it is part of the tarqa. Jazakallah khair. Yeah. Uh, also, um, unless, ma- sorry, uh, yeah. unless uh, the uh, a person in Maradul Wafat in the last illness, or during even in, in his or her uh, lifetime, they know that uh, it is, yeah, it's very important, uh, you know, we've discussed about. Uh, you know, leaving a request and making a request for a warith. Yeah, for someone who's already for, going to who, be inherited. Who already, who's going to uh, get his or her share through the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yeah. Yeah. In anyhow, he or she is going to get the share. Whether request is made or not made, it no. is not made. Yeah. So, in this case, when someone ma- makes a request for a warith, for a, for an heir, yeah. yeah. So, in this case, if all the inheritors, if they agree, then it is fine. After the death, not during his or her li- uh, uh, lifetime. After one passes away and they left, they wrote, uh, my for example, out of my three sons, my son. Uh, Abdullah, he did my so much of my khidmah, he looked after me well, so I am leaving. He's going to get his share anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But another one third should be given to him. So it's up to the, the remaining years. The, the, the remaining years that whether they allow this or they don't allow. Okay. If they all agree, it is fine. Now, another very important masala in this, which we need to discuss. If, for example, if someone is uh, a minor, yeah, yeah. Na yeah, under the age of puberty, yeah, and his ijaza, his permission is not even mu'tabar. It is not valid. Even if he says, for example, uh, before the death, Zaid says that my son Abdullah, he looked up for me well, 
and he took care of my for example my business and everything and this happens in our community in our muashara this thing in our society this thing happens yeah, on daily basis this happens and we displease allah subhanahu wa ta'ala yeah so in this case he says that extra money should be given to him or her yeah to a daughter or something so one of them one of his or her son is nabalih for example 10 years old 5 years old and they ask him oh do you allow this he says yes still it is not this permission is not valid according to islamic sharia because he is nabalih he, he he cannot do any tasarruf he cannot his transactions with regard to islamic inheritance and uh, for example uh, Uh, setting up uh, setting a slave free or and all these things yeah are not valid according to islam when he becomes baligh after the age of puberty grown up then his transaction this type of transactions are valid so even if he allows then it is not permissible for one to take uh, well so wasiya for a warith can be made if all agree then it is fine if no one agrees then he cannot take anything from that bequest which is made specifically for him another very uh, important point in this is that for example if someone is kalala someone is kalala he has no usul and furu for example for example the father the grandfather the great grandfather and similarly uh, the mother the grandmother and similarly uh someone for example uh, unmarried or the wife died before him was married but the wife died before him and he doesn't have any fruit for example the son and the grandson and the great grandson meaning yeah, that basically kalala meaning that no one's going to inherit no one is going to inherit his own his own inherit from here so in this case in this case is he allowed to make because we've discussed that bequest can only be made in one third and preferably a little bit less than one third yeah. can he make a bequest for all his wealth he's living 100000 pounds and can he make you know after the funeral expenses take away 5000 pounds or 10 10000 pounds now 90000 pounds left and he says all of my uh, wealth should be given to a masjid to a charity is that allowed yes it is allowed because he is not harming anyone he doesn't have any inheritance so imam sahab um you just mentioned at the end uh, for example the person who doesn't have any inheritors he's just a a lone person mm-hmm. that it would be okay for him to give all of his wealth yes. to as a bequest to a, an organization or a masjid because um it's not harming anyone he's not taking anyone's share mm-hmm. away but there's a particular question regarding organizations and masjids that what is the mm-hmm. way that you give to them uh obviously this uh, the masjid it has to be you know when we do tamalluk yeah when we make uh, malik and uh, so when you make someone the owner of something owner yeah the, the owner of someone uh, owner of something then it has to be obviously a human being yeah 
So a masjid or a charity organization, it cannot be given to a charity organization here. So the way to donate to a masjid or to a charity organization is to give it to, to make a wasiyah that uh, this money should be spent on such and such masjid and uh, the money should be given to the uh, running committee or to the trust yeah. to the to, to a trustee and he basically is like making him a wakil yeah, yeah. to say that uh, give it to the trust or a trustee or a committee member and then he will or he or she will uh, spend on the masjid similarly a charity organization that for example uh, brother abad that you are running this charity and uh, for poor and needy people, so please take this 10,000 pounds and spend on this charity. That is fine. But to say that take this money and spend on the madrasa, this cannot be done. Or give this to this money, this uh, money to uh, madrasa. The yeah. wording, it's there is only this. Actually, this. It's just love. really, it's yeah. just really yeah. how yeah. how you would how, do it. Yeah. So instead of instead of just saying I'm giving it to a mosque or a. Yeah. Um, what's it called particular organisation you would just say for example I'll give it to the chair of that or the treasurer yeah. or, or whatever but with the condition that you please uh, spend this upon um, the running of the mosque or the you know the charity uh, projects that's right okay Imam Sab, there's a, another question um, it might sound like a bit of a funny question but um, we've uh, had people ask that uh, what about uh, leaving wealth for animals uh, similarly that uh, they are not qabletamalluk, meaning you cannot uh, uh, transfer the ownership of something to the animals. So because of this, one is not allowed to really make a will, some a similar will, for example, for a cat or dog or for a horse. Yeah, But one can say that, uh, for example, uh, Brother Zaid, can you please take this money and uh, spend on this horse? Then it is fine. Okay. Yeah. But to leave specifically to mention that to spend this on or give this money to a horse, for example, or to a cat or a dog, yeah, that is not permissible. Okay. Um, another question. Um, when someone's making a bequest, can it be made for someone who has already passed away? Uh, no, I don't know. Uh, it cannot be because similarly the... Uh, the one who has already uh, passed away, we cannot make him Malik. So basically the the point which we need to understand in these three questions that uh, the, you know, we have to transfer the ownership. For example, if I give you 10 points and if I look, give you this uh, as a gift, yeah. so you become the Malik and the owner of those 10 points. So in this case, for example, the dead person is already left this world, so how we can you know transfer the ownership to him? Yes, we can say this that uh, this, for example, ten thousand pounds. Uh, Abdullah died ten years ago. Give this these ten thousand uh, pounds to his heirs, his inheritors, his sons, his daughters. That is fine. Okay. But just to mention to give it to uh, Abdullah who. Uh, so already passed away 10 years ago or 10 days before. So that is not permissible. Yeah. Um, 
see if someone makes a bequest that so they, they maybe they've, they've written out a will and they've decided that from this one third I would like to give it to X Y and Z, um, but the person hasn't died yet so they're still alive. Could they mm. change their mind and change what they've written, or could they just scrap it altogether and just cancel it and say you know what, uh, I don't wish for that to be fulfilled anymore. Yeah, it is permissible. It is permissible uh, during the lifetime. It is permissible to change the will and similarly to revoke, to scrap the will altogether, to revoke the will or to change the will, it is permissible. Okay. Um, th there's another question which I, I guess when we get to shares, we're going to mention this as well, mm. um, but it's probably important to talk about here as well. Uh, can a bequest be given to a non-Muslim? Um, yeah, that's something that's kind of important. Because a lot of the, the listeners that will be listening may come from families where there's a mixture of religions and there's a worry that um, generally Muslims will not uh, inherit from a non-Muslim and vice versa. Mm. So then the worry is that what if I have, like for example, you know a son or a daughter who um, is not Muslim so they won't inherit from the two-thirds? Is there any way that I could, from the bequest, give mm. them a share so that they are not feeling that you know that our parent never mm -hmm. left us something, or yeah, not just not necessarily a child. Mm. It could be someone else. This question is a very important question because because according to the uh, four uh, imams, Imam Abu Hanifa rahmatullahi, <coughs> Imam uh, Malik, Imam Shafi, Imam Ahmad bin Hamdul rahmatullahi alaihim. According to them. Uh, the Muslim is not allowed to inherit from a non-Muslim and a non-Muslim is not allowed to inherit from uh, a Muslim. Yeah. So in this case, the question is that leaving a will for a non-Muslim. Yeah, from the one-third. Yeah, from from one-third, yes, one-third, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes, it is allowed. Uh, most of the jurists from the Ahnaf, meaning Imam Abu Hanifa, uh, Hanabila, Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal rahmatullahi, and Imam Shafi rahmatullahi. Most of the jurists uh, mention that it is fine. Yeah. And, uh, but it has to be a specific person. For example, if someone says that uh, give this uh, one third of my, my wealth to uh, for example uh, non-Muslims then it is not permissible uh, but if someone specifically mention for example uh, can you suggest yeah, like for example like, yeah. uh, like the example I gave that maybe a, a mother or father has yeah, become okay. Muslim yeah. and they're leaving behind maybe a child who's not Muslim and yeah, then so it, it, it can be given uh, the reason why the fuqaha, the jurists have mentioned, because when uh, Asma radiyallahu ta'ala anha, yeah, when her mother came to uh, Madinat al-Munawwara and she went to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa that uh, shall I uh, obey her and uh, be dutiful to her? So then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed لَا يَنْهَاكُمُ اللَّهُ عَنِ الَّذِينَ لَمْ يُقَاتِلُوكُمْ فِي الدِّينِ وَلَمْ يُخْرِجُوكُمْ مِنْ دِيَارِكُمْ أَنْ تَبَرُّوهُمْ وَتُقْسِطُوا إِلَيْهِمْ إِنَّ اللَّهِ يُحِبُّ الْمُقْسِ
in Suratul Mumtahina, 28th use the verse number 8. So, the it is permissible to make a will for a non-Muslim child or for parents. So, there is no harm in this. So, the Fuqaha, they agree on this that it is fine. Yeah. Okay, there was another uh, follow-up question to this was like, for example, when uh, we talked about in Taraka, the estate that's left over, sometimes you have like Islamic literature, maybe like Qurans and things like this. Um, so how would they be, uh, how would they be distributed? And um, I I'm assuming you wouldn't give them to someone who wasn't Muslim because they wouldn't yes. eat them. As I mentioned that uh, the Prophet ﷺ says, لا يرث الكافر المسلم. That kafir cannot inherit from a Muslim, and similarly, the Muslim cannot inherit from a kafir. Uh, and wasiya bequest can be made for a non-Muslim. Uh, however, there are you know, certain things we cannot make bequest of those things. For example, a mushaf, the Quran, Islamic kitabs. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, as it is mentioned uh, clearly in uh, in the books that uh, uh, it cannot be the Mus'haf and the Quran and the Islamic Kitabs. We are not allowed to make a bequest for a non-Muslim. Okay. Yeah. And um, regarding a, a bequest, like, so say someone's, um, you know, relative passed away and now... Uh, people are coming forward saying, oh, by the way, your, uh, for example, father or someone, he, he made a bequest that you didn't know about. Um, he said this, he said that. I mean, how can we tell whether uh, we should accept that there is a bequest there or not? Like, what, what would make it yeah, valid? Because, um, Does it have to be written down? Does it have to be witnessed? Yeah, as I mentioned uh, earlier, when I mentioned the definition of uh, wasiya and uh, when the wasiya was fard at the beginning uh, stage of Islam, uh, the wasiya one must write wasiya, or if it is not in written form, then at least there should be witness. Witness should be in any case, whether it is written or not written, one should uh, make uh, witnesses at least. Uh, two male males and uh, or one male or two two females uh, witnesses and it is better to write a will through a solicitor yeah through a solicitor yeah, so it is better so just because yeah. then you have the legal yeah. 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 okay um is there a difference between um a bequest and a gift uh, yes, there is a difference between bequest and uh, gift. Okay. Uh, as I mentioned before, that uh, a bequest is part of one third. Yeah. One, one is allowed to make bequest of one third. And uh, gift cannot be given during the maradul wafat. Yeah. Okay. When someone is in the final illness. But during the lifetime, uh, gift is permissible okay but when 
the gift is given to the children, then there has to be um, equality. There has to be given to all this. For example, if someone has uh, four uh, sons, Abdullah of Zaid has four sons, and Abdullah chooses his son uh, Khalid and gives him 20,000 pounds and he doesn't give to other three then it is sin it is sin or he gives 20,000 to his son Khalid and rest of them 5,000 5, pounds so this is not permissible Okay. Yes, this so there should be fairness. There yeah, should, should be, be fairness, everyone should yeah, be should, should, should be. treat everyone fairly. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Jazakallah khair. Um, basically, Mamsa, we've got about uh, five ten minutes left. So if there's anything that you would like to kind of uh, say to wrap things up, yeah. I just want to say that you know these masail uh, are very important. So, Alhamdulillah, you started. Uh, a very beneficial and a very beneficial topic and especially on Radio Ramadan so although these Masails are very difficult at the beginning in the last episode as I mentioned that we should learn the laws of inheritance they are not very very difficult we should consult the ulama ikram our local scholars and we should learn the Masails of inheritance. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala after mentioning the two verses of inheritance in Surah An-Nisa says, Tilka hududullah These are the limits of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Man yuta'illahu wa rasoolahu yudkhilhu jannatin tajri min tahti lanharu khalidina fiha dhalika al-fawzul azim One who obeys Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will enter him in paradise beneath which the rivers will flow and this is a great triumph and and who does who does not follow the laws of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the limits of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned this after mentioning the laws of inheritance because these are very important these are hukukul ibad rights of the servants so one who transgresses the limits of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will enter in, into blazing fire. So we must learn these masails and we must distribute our wealth properly according to um, Islamic Sharia, according to the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So whatever we earn, first of all, we should earn it through halal means. And when we spend we should spend according to the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in halal means. And when we leave a bequest, then we should make a bequest which pleases Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, not the bequest which displeases Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we should treat our uh, heirs, our children, our relatives fairly. And similarly, when we make a bequest uh, that after the death, for example, some people exaggerate so much and some people spend uh, money uh, in the uh, disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in very large headstones and everything and the money is spent so much on uh, 
funeral and uh, on other things and uh, consuming the wealth of especially if there are yatim orphans in the family and uh, taking their wealth it is a great great sin and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not forgive this sin even the nabalis if the uh, the minors even if they give permission their permission is not valid so we should learn these masails Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in surah an-nisa the inna alladhina ya'kuluna amwal al-yatama dhulman inma ya'kuluna fi butunihim an-nara wa sayaslauna sa'ira those who consume eat the wealth of the orphans dhulman uh, uh, with the not just cause without any just cause then they are consuming the fire of jahannam in their stomachs and they will enter into blazing fire so these masails are very very important may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, reward you uh, brother abad that you mashallah you started this silsila uh, of uh, islamic inheritance and uh, may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala increase our knowledge in this and may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make this uh, silsila uh, inshallah ta'ala and this uh, segment of uh, islamic inheritance beneficial for our community inshallah ta'ala will discuss more about uh, this islamic uh, inheritance inshallah ta'ala in the next episode when we go on to the actually the shares and we will uh, do a brief commentary translation and brief commentary of the uh, three verses actually four verses of the quran uh, surah an-nisa three verses in surah an-nisa and uh, one verse of surah an-fal inshallah ta'ala and a few ahadith of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam and mention the shares um, which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the Prophet mentioned so that we learn these messiles and we act upon these messiles. Jazakumullah khairah. Jazakumullah khair. So for everyone listening, um, this is us wrapping up the end of our uh, second episode. So please, please, please keep sending in your uh, comments and your questions and inshallah we will get around to answering them um, where it kind of fits in with what we are uh, talking about and inshallah in the future we are going to have some live shows where you will be able to um what's it called you will be able to call in and speak to the imam sub and ask your questions sorry imam sub you wanted yeah, to say yeah, something else i just else? want to say one very important thing which i actually missed here that in our community in our muashara in our society especially in our pakistan indian muashara uh, we do not uh, give the shares to our you know daughters and our sisters this is a major sin major sin and uh, we must write this in a way that my shares should be distributed according to islamic sharia our allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned so to deprive the females in inheritance it is a major sin so i think you know we need more time on this maybe inshallah the next episode uh, inshallah that will mention this masala of depriving the females the mother the daughters the sisters yeah this is a major sin major sin and we must must pay their share according to the book of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Jazakallah khair and again want to thank um, Imam Abdurrahman uh, Mehdi for his uh, time this is the month of Ramadan he is leading the Tarawih prayers as well as teaching an Imam in a masjid so um, Jazakallah khair for your 
Exactly. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reward you and Ameen. put barakah in everything Ameen. that you have. Okay, inshallah, this is the end of our uh, second episode. Inshallah, we'll hear back from you on, you'll hear from us, sorry, on the next episode. Assalamu alaikum.